I'm going to start with a bit of a challenge, and it's a game of who am I. So um, I'm going to give you some clues, and I'd like you to think if you can work out who I am. The first one is perhaps aimed more at the shorter contingent in the room, uh, and it's this. Uh, I am pink. That's the first clue. Any ideas? I'm pink. Pop a hand up if you think you know. Henry. Peppa Pig. First, first one in. That, 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 okay, that's pretty impressive. Okay. We're, get, we're getting slightly harder this time. Okay. First clue. I was born in Birmingham and raised in Solihull. There could be a lot of people. Any ideas? Any guesses? Next one, I was born in 1995. <laughs> I wasn't born in 95 myself. Uh, in 2021, I moved from Birmingham to Manchester. Go on, Sophie. The bishop? No, not, no, not, not him. <laughs> not a bishop. Um, Next, I spend most of my working life outside. Marcus Rashford, not quite, no, but getting getting that. Dan, Harry Kane, no. Yes, Jack Grealish, the England footballer. Well done, well done. Um, I think that's that's particularly well done by Phil, because I think it was actually Sam who got the answer. So well done, Sam. That was, uh, that, that was very good. Um, the final clue on that one was I, I've got floppy hair and get fouled a lot. Um, how about this one, then? Another one for you. I'm very strong, and I'm very self-controlled. I'm very strong, and I'm very self-controlled. Next question. I'm really passionate about justice and goodness. Next one. I get very sad at how broken the world is. Go on, Dan. God. Nearly. Let's see if we can get get any closer. I've never got a Nobel Prize, but I tirelessly work for peace. Yes, Jesus. Absolutely right. The other ones I was going to have was I show love to people who don't deserve it. I'm perfectly pure. Uh, I got nailed to a cross unjustly was the last one. Now, how did you get that? You got that from the clues I was giving you, but did anyone recognize those clues from anywhere? Go on. Jesus is strong, that's absolutely right. Those clues were actually taken from these Beatitudes. Uh, Remember how we've been thinking about how the best life is the blessed life, and Jesus has been telling us about different people who are blessed? Uh, Those who are meek, remember how we saw how that's like having strength, but tame strength, strength uh, that's under control. Uh, Those who are merciful, who see people who don't deserve it and who are kind to them. Those who mourn over the brokenness of the world and their hearts. You see, what we see in here is actually that these, these things, first of all, describe Jesus. Each of these things tells us a little bit about who Jesus is, about God's heart. Um, and, and therefore, as we go through uh, these things, we can see that they are good even when 
we don't fully understand them. And that's important because the last one today is, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Persecuted. Blessed are those who are mistreated because they believe and act in the right way. We've seen in this last week, haven't we, that sometimes bad things happen to people who seem very good. This passage tells us that sometimes bad things happen to people because they are good. Because they are good. You see, the amazing thing is, as we think about this, we see Jesus. Jesus was uh, the one who was always kind to people. He was always loving them. Uh, he, He was there talking with people that others wouldn't. And yet... He was insulted. Verse 11, blessed are you when people insult you. Jesus, the one who was kind to everybody else, well, he was insulted by everybody or others. As he was nailed to a cross, people, people like you and me, we walked in front of him and he was spat at. The, the one who had no unkind word was spat at. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you. The one with all the strength, the one who never had to uh, endure anything that would be hard or painful or hurtful. In fact, the only person ever like that chose to go to a cross and was nailed to a cross and was hurt, was persecuted. Uh, The one who was perfectly pure, never told a lie ever, ever in his life. Well, he was lied about. They said that he he was a drunkard and and, and a scandal. See, the amazing truth of this passage is that we have a God who chose to be persecuted. A God who chose to be persecuted persecuted. Why? Well, for you and for me. The amazing thing is that the Jesus uh, who, is, who this, these things describe, uh, he is a God who is persecuted in order that you and me can be friends with God, in order that we can be forgiven, in order uh, that he can go to the cross in our place. So the big thing that I want you to get from this part of our service is this. Our God chose to be persecuted for us. Our God chose to be persecuted for us. Can you say that with me? Our God chose to be persecuted for us. And the more you think about that, the bigger that is. Grown-ups, some of you came to the uh, growth groups together session. The God who is immutable, the God who doesn't change, who is unhurtable, chose to become hurtable so that he could be persecuted for you. That is incredible, isn't it? Our God chose to be persecuted for us. We're going to sing a song that helps us think a little bit about that. It speaks of Jesus' persecution, of Jesus being nailed to a cross, but also of him destroying death. So if you're able, please do stand. The incredible news that Jesus says is um, it was because we knew who he was 
that he went to the cross. He tells that story, doesn't he? Of the, the person with the vineyard. And he says, um, uh, the people who are hiring the vineyard, uh, what, what did they do? Uh, they, they didn't like the owner of the vineyard very much. And so when he sent the servants, they beat the servants. They beat them up. So the owner of the vineyard says, well, I'll send my son. And when his son arrives, they say, if we kill the son, then we might be able to get this vineyard for ourselves." Jesus says, blessed are you, are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. Because of Jesus' righteousness, he was persecuted for us. He went to the cross. Why? So that theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So that ours is the kingdom of heaven. God looks at the people who are going to beat up, who are going to whip, who are going to nail his son to a cross. And he says, I will go through that so that theirs can be the kingdom of heaven. God chose to be persecuted for us. Let's say it together. God chose to be persecuted for us. Got another question for you, though. Um, Johnny, do you want to pop on uh, up? And I'd love it if you can talk with uh, those around you for a moment, just for a couple of moments. What would happen if you looked, well, not like this, but Johnny, do you want to, do you want to oblige? Thank you so much. What would happen if you looked like this? What would your life be like today if you looked like this? Turn to the person next to you. A few moments Those of you who perhaps aren't old enough, this is Boris Johnson, a former prime minister. Have a bit of a chat. What would it be like if you looked like this? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You're uh, helping me grow in humility, which is is always good. (laughs) What would your life be like? I mean, you get a lot of abuse, wouldn't you? I think that's the generally... uh, generally not popular is he um, I mean some of that is his own fault but yeah I don't get mixed reactions when you <laughs> some people love me okay I'm going to uh, I'm going to get some ideas back um, what do we think what do we think our lives would be like if we look like this don't don't be backwards and coming forwards we think go on Mel. Oh, yes. So if we were actually Boris Johnson, then we, would, we wouldn't be worried about, about, um, about things. Could we could be very rich. What if we just looked like him? Come on. Shameful. Shameful. So, yes, some, uh, Boris Johnson, not universally popular. Uh, and so perhaps people might, uh, might, might say nasty things about us. Yeah? You might be asked about your hairdresser in the street. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Any other thoughts about what your life would have been like? I, I, I thought of those things. I think other things, you might be able to have a career maybe of, of impersonating. You might be able to go on TV. Oh, we've got another idea at the back there. Oh. People might not think that you would come to church. That's, the, that, that, that's, that's fair. Your life would be very different, wouldn't it, if you looked like Boris Johnson. Thank you so much, uh, Johnny. Do, do take a seat for us. What will it look like 
for our lives to look like Jesus's? Well, we've seen, haven't we? The best life is the blessed life. We've seen, uh, as we've gone through this series since the summer, um, that our life is, is, is going to look like being humble. It's going to look like putting other people before ourselves. It's going to look like being kind, kind to people who perhaps don't deserve it. It might be being the one, if you are in the playground, who goes and talks to that person who's crying. It might be siding with the person that everybody else is laughing at. It might be standing up for the people who don't have people standing up for them. It might be putting your own reputation at risk because you're trying to love others. I've just picked out one there. But think, if you were doing that, that is going to, at times, mean that people are going to think you're quite strange. The more that you look like Jesus, the more that people are going to say, there's something different about that person. The more it actually puts us in a place where people might laugh at us the more it actually puts ourselves in danger of being persecuted. In fact, Jesus said that, didn't he? He said, no servants greater than their master. If they persecuted me, then they will persecute you too. He says, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. And now that might not look like it did for David Coretto, who was here a couple of weeks ago. Do you remember that? When David was here and he said, Because I became a Christian and therefore wouldn't be the witch doctor, I had to run for my life. It's pretty pretty impressive. It's pretty amazing. But it might not look like that for us. It might look like my friend who turned up at my doorstep a few years ago in tears because her parents said that they couldn't believe they'd raised such a shameful daughter because she believed what the Bible had to say. It might be like my other friend who I was speaking to this week, giving out Advent calendars. And somebody said, oh, I don't do that Christian stuff. You see, I believe in science. And he went away and he thought, are you saying I I don't believe in science? The irony was he's probably more scientifically educated than 70 or 80% of the people uh, around. It might be that at work, You're seen as the one who's just slightly... You're always following the rules. You're always a do-gooder. You never cut the corners. Life would be so much easier if you just... It might be that in the family, you're the one who's saying, oh, I'd really like to be at church this week. And they're saying, but we've only got this short amount of time together. And people maybe look down on you because of it. You see, the more that we look like Jesus the more that actually we will face persecution. But Jesus says the best life is the blessed life. Remember, God chose to be persecuted for you. The question is, will you choose to look like him? Will you choose to look like him? You see, if you are a Christian, you will face times when people will laugh at you, will they treat you differently? You will. Jesus says that we will. And you've got two choices. Uh, One option is to not look like Jesus. If if Johnny took off the Boris Johnson mask, nobody's going to laugh at him for his silly hair. Maybe. (laughs) If Johnny took off the 
Boris Johnson. No, nobody's going to think that he's Boris Johnson. He's just Johnny. If you don't want to be persecuted, just fit in with people around you. Don't stand up for what's right. Don't follow these things. It, it will be a much easier life for you. But Jesus says it's not the blessed life. It's not the best life because as we look like him, ours is the kingdom of heaven. We get to be with him not only now, but for all eternity. Who better to be with than one who chose to be persecuted for us? But as I, uh, as I conclude, and I, and I must, um, I, I do just want to ask us, and particularly maybe if we're a grown-up here today, when was the last time that we felt uncomfortable about being a Christian? When was the last time that we felt like maybe we did stand out a bit? When was the last time that maybe we felt a little got at? Now, I'm not saying we should pursue those things in and of themselves. But if the answer is, I can't remember, or not for a very long time, is it worth at least asking the question, am I really looking all that much like Jesus? Do I, do I really look like these things? And if the answer is yes, then that's great. Praise God that things are easy at the moment. They won't always be. If the answer to that is no, then perhaps there's a challenge for us. You see, we've seen, haven't we, that God chose to be persecuted for us. See that together. God chose to be persecuted for us. And therefore, the question for us is, will we choose to look like Christ? Will we choose to look like Christ? Let me lead us in a prayer and then I'll hand back to Johnny. Father, thank you so, so much for Jesus. Thank you that he didn't look at us and go, oh, that sounds painful. That sounds awkward. That sounds like something I don't want to do. But thank you that he, who could have had no pain, who was perfectly happy in and of himself, loved us enough that he gave himself for us, loved us enough to be hurt for us. Help us, Father, as we look on him to long to be like him and therefore to be ready even to suffer for him, because blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. The reading is from Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. Now when he saw the crowds, he went upon a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they were persecuted the prophets who were before you. (laughs) 